This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 1094, Simple Yet High-Scoring Globalization Opinions. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. IELTS Writing Task 2 can be tricky when you are asked to share to what extent you agree or disagree. Today, we share the best strategies for this essay type to make sure you score a 7 or higher on test day. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation. Ask good questions. Speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. Aubrey, how's it going? Hey, I'm great. I just got back from an amazing trip to Mexico. It was so hey, fun. Awesome. Um, what was the best thing you guys did there? Well, the highlight for me was for the first time, I was actually able to use my Spanish quite a bit. I had hey. so many great opportunities. Awesome. There were these adorable ladies on the beach looking for seashells. I was there with my kids and Sometimes it's tricky to like, how do I, I want to talk to people, but, but luckily when you have seven-year-old twins, they take care of that for you. They went over (laughs) and were talking to them and showing their shells. And so we were able to chat and I had like three different times this trip where I, you know, speaking Spanish with someone and they didn't speak English back to me. And we had this great Spanish conversation. That's amazing. So amazing. It feels like that's really, uh, a step, you know, especially where oh it's gosh, a border yeah. town, right? Puerto Penasco is not far from the United States border. So a lot yeah. of their speak, those, you know, people who live there speak English better than my sure. Spanish. So I don't blame them for responding in English. It felt like such a win to have them That's be like, so oh yeah, awesome. your Spanish is good enough. We can talk in Spanish. That <laughs> is a huge win. Congratulations. That's <laughs> Thank awesome. You. It was amazing. <laughs> um, whenever, whenever I get a personal coach student who is a parent, um, and maybe their kid goes to a, a school that uh, teaches in English or they're already living in an English-speaking country. I always tell them, like, you know, play dates. 
Like get yes. to know other parents in your school, just mm-hmm. whoever your kid is friends with and you um, want them to be friends with, right? Because here's mm-hmm. here's a great way we can make choices for our children sometimes. <laughs> but you know, because there's some, like, um, there's some kids that I definitely, like, it's not like I tell James not to be friends with anyone. I, I've never done that. But, but you there encourage are some, more. <laughs> totally. Because there's just some kids that are just like, you know, a little bit weird and like just interesting and i'm like I, you know what what's that kid's deal he seems cool you, right you want to play with him he's unique i i want you to get to know that kid right I know. or just if they're kind right some kids yes. are just more thoughtful more kind totally. you're like let's have a play date with that child <laughs> definitely definitely oh i love it um anyway so if you are a parent out there and you're already in an english speaking country um organize some play dates or go to the park and just talk to the parents that are hanging out. Or if you have a dog, take your dog to the dog park. Talk to the other doggy parrots. Um, you know, there are so many ways we can fit English in if we if we really jump in and take the risk. But we're not talking about speaking English today. We are talking about writing. Um, so we got a great question from a Three Keys student in our private Facebook group um, about opinion strength let's say. So we're going to tell you exactly what the examiner wants to see when you get a task to question about agreeing and disagreeing, because there are different forms this question takes, but that does not change what the examiner is looking for. So we're going to explain that insider information today, guys. Um, Okay, Aubrey, can you tell us about this student question first? Yes, I'm going to share this question, but first I want to make sure you guys know when it comes to writing, it's so vital that on test day, you go in knowing you're going to get the score that you need. So you can have that confidence and we have created a way for you to get that. You can go to allersenglish.com slash my score and get your estimated band score today so that you can be as confident as possible on test day. So make sure to take advantage. It's a free two minute quiz. Get your estimated score so that you can know you're going to get the score on writing that you need. Yes, exactly, guys. Sign up, allearsenglish.com slash score. Um, you get a free web class, you get some free materials, and of course, you get your IELTS score, right? So yes. that's all for free, guys. Sign up, allearsenglish.com slash score. Okay. Exactly. Sweet, sweet. Okay, so let me share this Facebook question. It was one of our three key students, Sandy, who has had so many great questions in there, by the way. Shout out to Sandy. And she asked about writing task two. There's a topic she saw about globalization. It said, globalization is creating a world of one culture and destroying national identity. And then it had the question, to what extent do you agree with this statement? So she wanted to know if she could write that she moderately agrees or slightly disagrees. She says, you know, because it says to what extent. So if I'm discussing both sides, she felt like she should maybe be honest, right? And if she agrees with some parts of it and disagrees with other parts of it, maybe she should do that, right? So I was able to get her an answer right away. And I immediately saw this would be a great episode because when you see that question, to what extent do you agree? I totally understand students thinking, okay, I feel like I should be honest about what extent I agree. (laughs) Guys, here is the number one takeaway today. I don't care about your honesty. (laughs) Okay, that sounded so terrible. I'm sorry. That sounded really mean. The examiner Um, doesn't care to what extent you agree. (laughs) But guys, seriously, like your score is your number one priority, not 
being honest. Because you know what, guys? Come on, like how involved is this issue? Like right. this is this could be. This has the potential to be, you know, somebody's PhD thesis of right. 500 pages. I mean, everyone agrees and disagrees. I like know, we all want to be able right? to shop on Amazon, but we also want to travel somewhere and not have our culture affecting that culture at all. <laughs> and it's like it's not like here, this question is hard, okay? Yeah, and guys, yeah. if you are trying to be honest about it, you're just going to make it harder, which means your um your ideas will be unclear. You won't have time to clearly and specifically support the complicated opinions you are trying to communicate. We don't have time to get into all that nitty gritty and to all the nuances, as I said. Um. This question is hard for a number of reasons. That's the first reason. And the second reason is the way it's worded is it's it's kind of giving you two different topics, really. And I know it's like saying the same thing, but to my mind, the easiest way, the quickest way, the strongest way, the clearest way to answer this would be to write a paragraph about globalization creating a world of one culture and then the third paragraph should be about how it's destroying national identity. Because those are really two different takes on the same topic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and so it's like you you don't have to give your like personal deep opinion on both of those things, but you do have to talk about both of those things, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the opinion is sort of taking second place here to the priority of addressing all parts of the question. And that's – you have to do that or else you get a five for task achievement, okay? So you have to address all parts of the question. Now, the best way to do that is to just write a paragraph about each. And in each paragraph, you could say – just make sure you give your opinion on each. You know what I'm saying? So, and it doesn't matter if it's a real opinion, guys. Just make it easy so you the, can finish the easiest that essay. to defend, right? The easiest right. opinion to defend, the one you have the strongest reasons for. That's what you should go with. Exactly, exactly. So, um, we'll we'll give you a quick example of that and what you could do in that essay in a second. But just to to outline the confusing parts of these agree disagree questions, the last part of the question, guys, that is always telling you what essay to write, right? And so the essay question that the student chose said, "To what extent do you agree or disagree, guys?" That's exactly the same as, "Do you agree or disagree? What is your?" opinion, how far do you agree or disagree? Like we can answer all of those questions in the same way. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't change what type of essay you're writing. Okay. So any question that mentions agree or disagree, guys, look at the question first. If there's two different topics, paragraph about each topic in the body. Okay. We'll give you an example in a second. Um, so that's your first task. Dress all parts of the question, right? And then just make sure to fit your opinion in there. That's the, that's your second priority. So in this case, paragraph two, do you agree or disagree that globalization is creating a world of one culture? Um, I mean, my first instinct right away is to say no, because yeah, <laughs> although like globalization is that. undeniable, like it's so easy to just throw out a couple of examples of completely different cultures. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Just contrast your own culture and the Middle East or China or Germany or whatever is a different culture. That's it. Just use that contrast 
give an example and that paragraph is done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Exactly. Think about how easy that is to, to defend, how easy right. it is to come up with examples. That would actually be, even though people say like, oh, globalization is ruining the world, it's not creating a world of one culture. That would be so hard to defend that statement because cultures be. are all still so strong. We all have our own holidays, our own language, our own traditions, our own foods, and that's not going away. No, man, no. Um, and gosh, that's so easy to support, right? Um, and so I, I do find that, um, younger candidates want to say yes to this. They want to mm. agree that it's one culture due to technology and being able to communicate with everybody and blah, blah, blah. Um, and while that support is true, right? Because we can all communicate online. That doesn't mean we all agree. And that doesn't mean we all have the same culture. So like I said, if you're writing, you know, a 20 page long paper, sure, you could dive into technology creating unity, but that's this is not the place. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so that will be the second paragraph. Boom, strong, specific, we have an opinion, done. And now let's address the second part of the question, destroying national identity. So here's where we can introduce sort of a nuanced opinion. And you could say, while I do disagree that globalization is creating a world of one culture, Nevertheless, I do see examples of globalization destroying national identity. And here, I would give an example of when I lived in Taiwan, and I knew a bunch of young people that um, loved American hip hop, you dressed in that style, listened to that music, wanted to, to speak like that using that slang, mm. um, which is not, you know, a Taiwanese identity. So like, yeah, I would just say that because that's the first thing I think of. Yep. And I think you've pointed out something very important that because there are two parts of this question, you do need to make your your opinion clear on each because right. you can agree with the first and or you can agree with both. And you right. need to make that very clear and direct. Just don't try to do it all in one paragraph. Right. I think that's where, right, like that's where students get in trouble is where they try and like communicate this complex idea just all together and it's jumbled, it's messy, it's not clear. So yeah, exactly right, Aubrey. We can communicate um, a an opinion that, you know, can, can see both sides of an issue, but just divide it up, right? Like here's the right. part that I agree with in paragraph two. Here's the part I disagree with in paragraph three. I mean, just divide it up, guys. Yep. Make it simple. Make it clear. Make it simple. All right. I want to add a little bonus here. I've noticed in some of the essays I've been grading lately, when it comes to sharing your opinion, something that some students sometimes do is we suggest that you restate the topic in the first 
sentence. Mm. And I'm seeing students instead say something like for this topic, something like, it cannot be denied that globalization is creating a world of one culture and destroying national Ooh, identity. Right. And then they share their opinion and right. then they share their thesis. And it's it problematic. Sense. Because yeah. imagine this, guys. If the examiner disagrees with that first statement, <laughs> think how glaring that's going to be for them that you immediately need to support that and provide evidence, examples. You don't want to be doing that in the introduction. So that's why instead of making this a blanket statement, instead just restate this as a very general fact that some people agree with and some people don't. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the first sentence, guys, is not an opinion. It right. is a topic. Okay. The sentences after that, that's where you introduce the opinions, right? There's usually yes. two sides. That's where you introduce the one side and your side. You have to put your opinion in the middle of the introduction. So yeah, exactly right, Aubrey. I've seen that too. Um, don't give an opinion on the topic, right? So the topic is not an opinion. The topic here is globalization and identity and culture, right? So just say, um, Mm, let's see. So many, uh, many people, oh no, it cannot be denied that globalization, um, has an impact worldwide among cultures and individuals. Nice. That's, that's well it. Done. And like, you guys can see an, how. And impact. You're not saying if it's good or it's yep. bad or it's complete or not. <laughs> yep, exactly. Right. You're just saying like, it cannot be denied that this is an issue. This is right. an important issue, right? And, and then, use right. paraphrase, parallels like Jessica did. You don't want to go word for word from the topic, but you also don't want to make this a statement that some people actually disagree with. Right? Make sure your opinion is left out of that initial sentence. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. You guys, this is one of the best task two episodes that we've ever done. I really think we got across so much information that students cannot get anywhere else today. Um, guys, if you uh, know anybody that's studying for IELTS, today's episode would be a great eye opener as to what exactly task two is all about, right? Yes. What is this task score? What do I have to do? What should I not do? Um, so definitely, guys, share this episode with anyone you know who's studying IELTS. IELTS. And if you are not a subscriber, follow IELTS Energy and check out our YouTube channel as well. And remember, we made, we created a free IELTS quiz for you. And if you get your name in there, you also get a free web class and resources. So sign up, guys. Take the quiz, allearsenglish.com slash my score. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Aubrey. Good job today. Yes, you too. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> right, bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.